For years, the American public has been victimized by the so-called cinematic geniuses, telling us time and again to see inferior movies, leaving us bitter and lost with nowhere to turn. But no more! This travesty of justice cannot and will not continue, because we now have the Cinema Judge! Hello and welcome to the Cinema Judge. We here at the Cinema Judge will really take you for moments to inform you, the jury, more about our show. First of all, ladies and gentlemen, clearly, we are not journalists. We haven't gone to any elite Ivy League school and paid thousands of dollars to have somebody else tell us what it takes to make a good movie. We're smarter than that, and so are you. Nor have we traveled the world and spoken to the old wise men and asked about the deep, hidden meanings behind Hollywood's visions. We here at the Cinema Judge, we haven't done any of these things, but what we have done is watch a lot of movies, some good, some not so good, and our goal here at the Cinema Judge is for to have one thing, an enjoyable movie experience. Now you might ask yourself, why listen to the Cinema Judge? What do we have to offer? What are we all about? Well, this in a nutshell is what we do. The studios, they send us interviews, B-roll, scenes, premiere footage, we take it together edit together as one piece. We're basically one giant infomercial for a movie. We try to put it together, make a cohesive story, and say, hey, do I want to see this film? Because in our minds, any movie is somebody's favorite movie. We try to to separate ourselves from the whole situation and just try to make one cohesive story so you can listen to it and say, do I want to see this film? Now today, we have John Wick 3 Parabellum. Now, before I go into this movie, in case you are unaware of this whole series, I'll give you a brief synopsis. John Wick, the first movie, is what sets apart from other revenge-type movies is his family wasn't killed and then he didn't go, you know, go all crazy. His wife died of natural causes. And then before she died, she gave him a puppy. So he was you know, healing and getting over it, raising this puppy. So while he's out living his life somebody sees that he has this really nice car. So they go try to rob the car from his house. Upon doing that, they kill his dog. And that, of course, ignites him. So he comes out of retirement to uh, seek revenge. And it goes from there. The second one, you know, he's fighting people a lot, you know, a lot of battles here and there. But at the end of the second one, he does such a heinous crime in these people's mind that now everybody in the whole world is after him whole contract is out to get him. So it's not just a few people out he's trying to kill. Everybody's out to kill him. And up next, we have a featurette with Halle Berry, Keanu Reeves, the director, the producer, all sharing in all the in-depth training they had to do to make this movie happen. Check it out. I went into the training at least five months before. The physicality, the martial arts, and then the weapon work. All the time that I've put in, I'm just better at it. 
Keanu's trains his ass off. When we train him, we'll go for hours and hours and hours, and he just won't stop. It's amazing. It really was one of the hardest training I've done because there's a lot more action in Parabellum than there is in the other two films. He trains for months. He does his own action. He is the most committed person that I've ever worked with. He does 98% of everything you see on screen. Some people say they want to do John Wick training, and then it starts. And then they're like, oh, this is John Wick training. And when Hallie said she wanted to do that, Chad said, here you go. And Hallie said, thank you, sir. Can I please have some more? Probably the hardest six, seven months I think I've experienced in my professional life. I kept going because I would just not quit. The best way to fake being good is just to be good. And that takes sweat, blood, and tears. It's a level of commitment that is not normal. If you can say it, I've been doing it. I had to learn to fight one like Keanu, and I had to learn to fight with him in very close proximity. They're very much a team. This is just hard. <laughs> but it's also a lot of fun, and I have a great team of people that are teaching me and training me. Coming up next on Cinema Judge, there's this fantastic motorcycle scene in this movie that you just have to see. And up next, there's a featurette with Keanu Reeves, the director, stunt coordinator, all talking about what inspired this scene and what they drew from. Here it is, them talking about the, the, the fantastic motorcycle scene. Cinema is rich in traditions. What has come before? I saw a picture called Villainous, and it turned out that Chad had seen it. Villainous was a great action movie, and they had a great motorcycle sequence in it. The first couple times we watched it, me and my stunt team, my VFX team, were impressed, like, oh, that was a really cool idea. This is tipping our hat to them. Here's our little ode to you. Good job. We set such higher standards on the first two movies that you always have to kind of one-up it. We got to put things on the edge of what's real and still make it cinematic. They designed this motorcycle sequence, which was new for us. We have a bike chase, which we shut down the Verrazano Bridge for. It's like dance choreography. There's movements. There's a language of movement that you have to play to. So it's motorcycles with swords. All right, that was a featurette on them talking about the motorcycle stunt that you will have to see. Up next, if you're any way familiar with these films, you know about the Continental. That's the place where everybody goes to, where it's it's like a safe zone, like when you're playing it, you know, cat, you know, tag as a kid. This is the one place where you go where you can't conduct any business in there. So here they are talking about the Continental. In the John Wick universe, each of the major cities around the world has a Continental Hotel, a place of refuge where you can have that moment of calm before you have to step back out on the streets and defend yourself. Rules. Without them, we live with the animals. The world of the Continental is more explored this time. We always joke that in the first movie, we had a lobby and a room. The second one, we got to have a few more rooms. And now, with the third one, we have the Continental. It's fun to just go bigger and bolder. Each one of them increasing the amount of world building on a really unique and interesting level. The gold coins, the speakeasy, what can we infuse into each film? Mr. Wick broke the rules. I trust you understand the repercussions. John breaks one of the most hard and fast rules in the Continental. All his privileges have been revoked. There's nowhere to hide. The high table wants your life. There's no escape for you. Let's do this. All right, that was a featurette on the Continental. Up next, we have the director of John Wick 3 talking a little bit more about the story. That culminates with the end of number two, where John breaking a very, very cardinal rule, which he 
which is you can't conduct business or you can't kill on the continental grounds. John takes his vengeance out well on continental grounds, which turns not only friends and enemies, but the entire world against him. And that's where we find him in number three. So John Wick is on his own, no services, or what we call excommunicado. He's been excommunicated from his whole world, uh, from both his acquaintances, friends, foes, everybody. Nobody can help him. And at the same time, he's looking for absolution while everyone else is trying to kill him. The bad guys have also put a very heavy bounty on his head, so now he's even former friends are now looking for the bounty on John's head, and all he wants to do is get out of hot water, as that's where we find him. Coming up next, we have Erica Lee, one of the producers of John Wick 3, talking a little bit more about Keanu Reeves. Keanu is this perfect blend of uh, an actor who, first of all, brings, brings it all. I've never worked with anyone who cares more about working in this franchise, and he gives it all. He trains for months and months and months. He does his own action. He is the most committed person that I've ever worked with. He also has this innate, empathetic quality to him, so he's brought a warmth to John Wick. Not every killer on screen can sell that, um, whereas you know, women, men, kids, everyone loves Keanu. He just has this great persona and vibe to him that everyone loves. Coming up next, we have the writer from John Wick 3 talking about some of the terms that are used in this movie and where they get the influence from. We always love the idea that, you know, I think the term came up just in in various uh, discussions, you know, in regards to the Catholic Church. But the idea being is uh, that there are rules in this world. There are subsets of rules, but the big one is if you break one of the five rules, I don't know what the other four are right now, but the big one being if you do business in the Continental Grounds, uh, everything is cut off from you. And I think we always love that idea of a stranger in a strange land uh, with no one to turn to, but more importantly that there are still people out there that because of past relationships you've had, will break that rule, will take the chance to help you. And those are the people we root for. And you know, with the advent of the marker in the second one and beyond, suddenly John is forced to uh, call in old favors, old debts. And by those allusions and those conversations, in this case with Halle Berry, um, suddenly that world feels all the bigger still. So what we love is excommunicado is the worst uh, mark a man can get, but he can still survive and find a way out of it. All right, coming up next, we have the director of John Wick 3 talking about how he first met Halle Berry and how much he really wanted to do this film. I love hearing about this stuff, about how passionate actors are, and when they want to do something, they'll go all in. Here it is, him talking about Halle Berry. It was right after Christmas as we were prepping the show, I got a knock on the office door and it was Halle Berry. I'm like, hi. And she's like, hi, I'm Halle. I'm like, I know who you are. <laughs> Come on in. And Hallie literally sat down and said, I, I would very much like to be in John Wick 3. Love, love, love your work, want to be in John Wick 3. I was like, that's great. It's January. We don't even have a script. I have no idea what we're doing. Don't even have a script. She's like, yeah, yeah, no, that's great. But I, I, I think I'd, I'd like to be in John Wick 3. We're like, that's great. We'll call you when we uh, get a script. And she's like, no, 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 you don't understand. I'm going to be in John Wick 3. So you might as well just write the part for me. And I'm like, okay, um, all good. Love your work. Huge fan. It takes months and months and months, and it's not fun. It's fun for like the first week, and then it's the diet, the physical training. You know, we have this idea we want to do with dogs and farms. Like you find, like you will not have a life for the next five months, and you'll be on screen for 20 minutes. You sure that's the way you want? It's like, yeah, no, I get it. I, I don't just shush. I want to be in your movie, and uh, we kind of laughed. Said, okay, thank you, and 
uh, yeah, she was really, really, really serious, and she never backed down. And when we finally called and said, okay, I want you in the movie, we have a script, she's like, great, okay, when do I start? Monday, great, showed up Monday, and I don't think she ever missed a workout in the, in the five months between the tactical firearm stuff, all the martial art training, and all the dog training. All right, that was the director of John Wick 3 talking about Halle Berry. Now next, we have Halle Berry talking about her experience. Check it out. I think it's probably, like he said, some of the, probably the hardest six, seven months I think I've experienced in my professional life, for sure. I'd never worked harder for anything, and I kept going because I would just not quit. That was not something that was even an option, and luckily for me, it wasn't an option for Chad either. Um, so I got through that, and I learned judo, jiu-jitsu, um, gun-fu, hand-foot combat, things that just not only are they needed for this movie, but they will serve me in life. And that was another reason, you know, for being there. And now I, I think I have the bug. Like, I just want to keep going and going and going and going. Now, a little bit more from Halle Berry talking about the movie. I think she is someone who, um, like John, um, has done the same job that he's done. She's been revered that way. We find her. She's now um, sort of not in the game anymore like she used to be. She's been promoted to a higher level, and she's sitting you know, a bit above it all in some ways as well. But because of John, she gets lured back into the game because of those coins. When you get a coin, when you get the call, you have to answer. It's their code of ethics. And so she has to do the very thing she doesn't really want to get, you know, back involved with. But her daughter is also at stake. So I think uh, Sophia brings a little bit of heart to the movie, a little bit of heart and soul. Um, she represents something real and tangible for you know, what she's fighting for. I think sometimes with the rest of the movies, you don't know who all the people are, and you're not sure what they're fighting for. It's all so secret, and it's so mysterious, and um, it's like an opera in many ways. But Sophia comes in, and I think she's a bit grounding, because I think you really do see her as real, and you do see that she's fighting for something that... Um, she cares about. All right, that was Halle Berry talking a little bit more about the film John Wick 3. Up next, we have the legendary actress Angelica Houston talking about her involvement in this film. John Wick was very appealing to me because I love dogs, and so I immediately identified with John Wick and his and his passion for this puppy. And it seemed to me very much rooted in human emotion and... Um, and I was immediately sympathetic with the hero, and I liked the way it looked a lot. Mm. And then the action kind of lifts you up and takes you on a ride. I play the director. I think I probably, in my own time, worked my way up through uh, the assassin um, escalator, the assassin staircase, um, and now I pretty much run this place. Uh, he comes to me because he's made a transgression. He's taken out a member of the high table, which is the International Guild of Assassins. So he comes to me for, um, for uh, an escape. He needs, he needs a way out. And of course, there is no way out. Somebody has to pay. All right, that was legendary actress Angelica Houston talking about her involvement in this film, John Wick 3. Up next, we have Keanu Reeves talking about his gratitude to the fans about him so he can keep making these films. I love it when the guy's this passionate about a movie. Here he is talking about his gratitude. It's been a real honor, and I'm grateful for 
the audience that has given me and, and Chad Stahelski and, and, and the opportunity, and everyone involved, the opportunity to continue to explore the world of John Wick. It's, it's a great pleasure. I can just tell you it's really fun to work on John Wick. I'm not even going to lie to you. I just love hearing that. And you can just hear it in his voice. He's not faking it or joking around. I, you just could tell that he really enjoys playing his character. And I just love hearing it. And coming up next, at the world premiere, I'm going to say this name wrong, so I apologize in advance. But Asia Kate Dillon talks about her experience on the film in working in New York. New York City is just a stunning location. You know, there are so many different places to shoot. It's such a treat to be able to take audiences inside the world of New York City, inside the world of John Wick. And, you know, living and working in New York City is such a dream, and I've gotten to do both, not only for Billions, but for John Wick, and so I'm just so grateful, really. It's amazing to be here in the very location we shot, having the red carpet for the premiere. I mean, it's decked out. It looks incredible in here. And to be back here, not as the adjudicator, but as myself, is particularly fun. And, you know, we had such an incredible time making this movie, and we hope the fans love it as much as, as, much as we do. Oh my gosh, this film raises the bar at every level. The action sequences are stunning. This film goes to more locations, not only around the world, but you get um, deeper insight into, into the mythology and the philosophy behind John Wick, which I think, you know, we just uncover more and more layers in this film, and so I think for fans that's going to be really exciting. Well, I hope you enjoyed our look into John Wick 3. Now, if you like action, this is your movie. If you like fight sequences, this is for you. This movie has everything you could possibly want in an action movie. It's nonstop. It's fun. It makes you just get excited. Do what you can. Run, don't walk to see this film. It is so exciting. And the best part, fear not, John Wick 4, spoiler alert, will be coming out May 21st, 2021. So you don't have to wait too long. This shall continue. In a side note, there's talk that they're going to make a TV show on the Continental. So check out that. Look for that one. And then also, they might even do a spinoff of this movie called A Ballerina. It's from a scene inside the movie. I'm not giving away too much. But there is talk of making a spinoff. So again, this whole universe that could open up within John Wick, I am really looking forward to it. They could explore so much in this whole world. And I can't wait to see how it plays out. Anyway, if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, ways to improve this show, please feel free to email me at cinemajudge at hotmail.com. That's cinemajudge at hotmail.com. I'm Jeff. Thank you for listening to the Cinema Judge. Hey.